Hello and welcome everyone to episode three of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. Brandon, how you doing? Hey, how's it going, everybody? I'm Brandon. I'm the, the English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and Kaiju Number 8 and Ayashimon. Trying to get that intro in at the beginning, so people. I was gonna say I was about to congratulate you because you've been saying the last two episodes how you like did it at the end and was like, oh god, I need to do that at the beginning so people know who I am. Yeah, I mean, obviously, people already know who you are by this point. Yeah, it's it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like if 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 there's somebody in the future who's just like kind of hopping in randomly, that'll be like, what's what's Derek talking to this random loser for? I'm like, I. I, I work in the manga industry. Not that that ever really comes up in in these conversations, but it is sort of my my struggle for relevancy. You could say. <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. It, it, I think it provides an interesting backdrop for your point of view, especially because hey, you kind of know Japanese. You said a few times you've been reading bits of this in Japanese to kind of compare to our uh, translation here. And I, yeah. I think I'm really excited to see how the translation evolves as time goes on because I don't know. I, I forget the timeline where basically four kids dropped it and Viz probably had a bit more freedom with what they did. That said, yeah. man, I feel like this, uh, this set was a bit more violent <laughs> than what the anime showed. For this set of this set of yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a bit bloody. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of blood going on, and I know I know from later in the manga that there is definitely a lot of blood going on, but I'm not used to this this early bits where it's relatively bloodless. There's another bit that's uh, yeah, definitely bloody, but one bit that I expected to be bloody, another bit that it surprised me how bloody it was, though it kind of makes sense that it is that much, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into chapter eleven, where Last time we left off, it's like Buggy got cut up by Zoro. It was almost too easy. His crew was like, oh, I'm, you know, just laughing. And that's basically where we're at. And we have Buggy flayed out on the ground behind Zoro. <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, there's not, not a lot of blood there unless they're really censoring it, which you, you kind of could see them do. You know, it's like mm. don't have all the, the giblets <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a resting panel where you're like, well, that's that's different. And it's treated. So I like how you have this page to breathe these first two pages, like the spread where obviously something's up. Nami doesn't know what's going on. Luffy just wants out. Zoro's kind of just taking it easy while the crew just laughs. And then you get the killer part of the chunk. Yep. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. You get, yeah. Zoro just gets stabbed by a floating hand. Yeah. Floating hand with a big, big old knife just right through the side of his stomach. I don't even know what he was aiming for yeah. there because, geez, it, it looks yeah, like you could just sort of painful. turn the knife and just pull out a whole chunk of Zora. With ah, that. ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Actually, he kind of does looking at the next panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of it is kind of what that looks like. Oof. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely a, that's definitely an oof. But yeah, it, it's it's kind of wild to see one Zoro take this massive hit. Luffy immediately yeah. get panicked, which we don't really see too often. And then the pirate yeah. crew just laughing their butts off about this happening going on. Yeah, they and then you get the, the needle drop, the chop chop yep. fruit. <laughs> there we go. After Luffy, this is our first like devil fruit reveal. I th- it, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a great one, and I, I want to like take the time to appreciate how I think this is starting with Buggy is a good tone setter for these devil fruit powers because like 
I mean, basically what's going on here is, well, I guess as they explain it on the, the next page is, you know, you know, Buggy's a chop chop man, so he can, you know, his, his body can just kind of come off at any piece mm-hmm. and, and like float around and stuff. And I think that's a good tone setter for just how like wacky and, and out there that uh, these powers can get. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. weird because it's literally pieces of his body flying around. It, it's a strange visual, but then you think about it in the context of, oh, hey, Zoro can't really fight this guy. That's not good. Not good. I, I love the pa- the panel of Luffy. A chop chop, man. That guy's a freak. And then just <laughs> <Yeah>. gum gum, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like just enough levity in there. But because, again, I love how threatening bu- uh, Buggy is. Yeah. He, he has a real presence despite being a clown pirate, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they do a good job of making sure that he's still a threat. And I mean, yeah, getting getting a like a clean hit on on Zoro like that is definitely more than enough of a threat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, you know, the more I read the, the the manga and sort of absorb it and take the time to look at these, I'm definitely drawn in by how much white space is really used at times where you don't really see, you only yeah. see the character. There's nothing really behind him. You get the kind of necessary effects, but your eyes are drawn to the character so much that it, yeah. it works. You don't need those extra details. You have sort of their place until you need to establish a new place. And I, I, I don't know. I just find myself more and more impressed by, by the manga uh, and what's, what's sort of accomplished with it. Yeah. I, I imagine like, because when you're when you're like a rookie manga artist, you don't have, or I guess it's more like you you don't have like the budget and the clout to pay for a whole ton of assistance. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine like for for a lot of manga, like sort of um, by just sort of like starting out amateur manga artists, the background art and like the effects and stuff aren't super detailed. But that that is something that I think like evolves as the series goes on. Like some some because just. It is impressive on another level how detailed a lot of the background art can get mm-hmm. for what is a weekly manga. That is true. I, I'm it, yeah. Again, it's something just to impart about. Maybe pay attention to both myself and all of our listeners. Uh, see how they feel about the art's evolution as time goes on. Yeah, yeah. And again, we get another interesting Luffy moment where he's we're seeing him angry a bit more consistently yeah. this time. He's upset about Zoro getting stabbed and shouting at. <laughs> buggy calling him big nose immediately sending off his crew and buggy yep. though i gotta i gotta point out something here stabbing someone in the back that's fighting dirty and i think back to the first chapter and shanks's yeah yeah guy just shooting the head is like we don't fight fair <laughs> it's like yeah yeah i don't yeah. think luffy took that lesson i'm kind of surprised that the, we didn't have sort of the same back and forth here like I, I was kind of expecting buggy to be like well of course it's fighting dirty like duh yeah, exactly i think he was a, a little too disturbed by the big nose comment because he's a little sensitive <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but we got to show how just awesome luffy is at all times because they get that like immediately send out his arm with the knife to stab luffy in the cage and it looks yep. like it kind of looks like it's hitting so hard that the like well one Luffy's flying back two the cage seems like it's flying back it's just that's how much power yeah. is getting put, put behind this and nope we get a classic the dumb where it's like he captured yep. the knife in his mouth and bit it in half yeah he bit it in half I, I didn't notice that the first time I looked at that panel like I had to look back at it and I was like oh wait he didn't just catch it like he bit it in half mm-hmm. that is I mean. We we saw what Luffy's teeth was doing was doing to the cage, so it's like you know that's true. Tracks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some strong teeth. 
I'm guessing you didn't get a chance to check out the Japanese version because I swear I'm going not to clobber time, no. you. It's not, I'm, uh, it doesn't really have that much oomph to it, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make an educated guess because this is a it is a phrasing that Luffy uses a lot. It's it's probably buttobas in Japanese, mm-hmm. which which basically means like you know like, like I'm going to kick your butt. I'm going to send your flying. The the Funimation dub you know uses a, a, a little more coarse version of that phrasing typically, mm-hmm. but it, it tends to be something like that. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, clobber is is accurate. Probably again. I'm just making educated guess. I didn't I didn't read the Japanese um, in time for for this episode. Right. It it just sounds a bit kiddish and more yeah, more yeah. like thing from <laughs> Fantastic Four. It's like it's clobbering time. It's like I'm sorry. Yeah, I hear yeah, clobber. That's, that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> so I I love this. Very true. I, I mean it's it's funny. It still works. It's just not maybe as the pow yeah. of the, with the clobber mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, we got Luffy just completely confident that he's not going to die and Nami despairing, you know, saying, oh, boy, we're dead. <laughs> yeah, she she's the normal one in this situation, just kind of freaking out about all the nonsense that's going on right now. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> pretty accurate for her, because it's just like, oh, God, there's yeah. these weirdos all around me. And I'm just the audience surrogate. Like, what is going on here? This is <laughs> what how did I get myself <laughs> in this situation? We have another example of how well Zoro and Luffy work together already. Oh, yeah. He yeah. tells him to run and Zoro gets it. And, you know, I, I like that Nami even interjects in here. It's like, I'm not going anywhere. We're trying to save you and they'll kill you the moment we leave. Like, she still cares about Luffy at this point. It's a great little moment for both characters. Again, showing off the, the friendship already between Luffy and Zoro and all just, yeah. you know, how... Nami is but as soon as Zoro starts running off she's like oh god they're already escaping and I'm gonna be left behind and this is we're, we're in trouble I'm dead I think there's kind of a running theme here as we'll sort of get into with this batch of chapters but like there's sort of like this expectation versus reality thing going on with with Nami or mm-hmm. how she thinks that pirates act and Luffy and Zoro are sort of like constantly inconsistently sort of subverting her expectations like like you know because she's here freaking out like oh god they're about to run you know pirates always run and you know now she's gonna have to figure things out for herself um and there's just more more examples of this in this bat in this batch of chapters where she thinks that all pirates act one way and then you know luffy sort of has his own sort of like morality that counteracts that you, you kind of see how she starts coming around on luffy yeah exactly through these chapters uh that is a big yeah, that's through line uh, in this set. Mm-hmm. But also we get one of the coolest moments in these early bits, uh, just because Zoro grabbing the cannon, flipping it around the other way, and then lighting the Bomb match to send the buggy bomb at buggy's crew. <laughs> one piece's Uno reverse card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is a massively badass moment. Only kind of undone by the fact that nobody is killed in that moment. Like, Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. As we'll see, again, with these buggy bombs, they are really good at taking out buildings. Maybe not so much people. (laughs) Yeah, I I hadn't thought about that on my my read through here. But yeah, I mean, of course, you know, they're not going to defeat the villains that easily. But at the same time, I do think it kind of deflates the threat of the buggy balls, which only only gets further deflated as things go on. But yeah, <laughs> which is perhaps maybe fitting for buggy. Yeah, um, it's showing how <laughs> yeah, kind of know. ineffective they are against the heroes, but even just his own crew. So I, yeah, hmm, I don't know. But it, it's still a cool moment to flip it around and 
completely undermine Buggy by using his own weapons against him. Yeah, oh, it's it's a cool... And, and the first of many cool moments that, you know, Zoro does something awesome while he's, like, dying. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Z- uh, Zoro, especially in these early arcs, gets injured a lot. Like, they have to put him on yeah. his back foot in order to... Because if he was at full power, then he would just destroy everybody. Yeah, but weirdly, they don't do that to Luffy, where he's the one getting injured. It's always Zoro who's... <laughs> It's always Zoro. Yeah, yeah, he just has some <laughs> bad luck sometimes and just gets wiped out. But still kind of amazing. But before we get to that moment, I, again, I love this other through line for these chapters where Luffy just says, oh, yeah, she's our new get, new navigator. And she constantly says, no, I am not. <laughs> yep. It says, if you've already been recruited in Luffy's mind, like you're you're done. You're, you're a part of it. Your, your opinion no longer matters. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. Oh, boy. Um, oh, as a uh, letter, actually, I'm kind of, I just noticed this. We have mm-hmm. Luffy with his big smile when he says our new navigator, but it only says Rin. Obviously, it says it's oh, supposed yeah. to be Rin. It's yeah. not cut off. Well, it's cut off, but I don't think it's, it must be done on purpose. Like, is that how you do it now? Just to squeeze it in that space? Like, I'm, I'm curious about your thought process on that one. Oh, no, I think, I think that's a mistake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because um, if you notice um, in that same panel, you see, you know, when Luffy says she's our new navigator and it's sort of it's not centered in the word balloon. Oh, yeah. It's sort of shifted to the right. And we we still have to do that because the way that printers work is that like not every book that comes off the printer is like 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 the paper's not cut off in the exact same way. So we have to shift stuff that's close to the edge so that it doesn't like. To make sure that it doesn't get cut mm-hmm. off, basically. Um, and, and so it, it's clear that they did that for the dialogue text, but not the sound effect. Um, and, and sometimes, depending depending on who's in charge, basically, you know, sometimes... Like, I've, I've had to nudge stuff that would still be readable, even if it were partly cut off. Um, and some folks kind of prefer it, like, just make sure that nothing is... It. We, we, we call it the um, the safety safety area. It's usually like a like a couple centimeters around the perimeter of the page. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll, I'll have some projects where it's like, yeah, you can let this get cut off um, as long as it's like mostly in. And then there are some that are like, no, the sound effect has to be completely in the safety. Okay. I, I, I like some yeah. insider baseball in this thing, you know, actually looking at having <laughs> yeah. these ex- examples. Yeah. There's some behind the scenes on how that might work sometimes. Uh, Cause you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about the industry. I just read it. <laughs> I'm just here to read. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised at the very least that like, the versions that went up are also cut off mm-hmm. somehow. Maybe that's all they had. Because you would think, yeah, it could be. I I don't know what the um, what like the status of the files is over over uh, in the office or anything like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, they they could be like scanned in from print copies or something like that if they didn't have anything else lying around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, th- thinking about it, it's weird that like. Yeah, it got cut off when it's printed. That wouldn't be an issue if you had, like, the digital files. But, yeah, eh, it might, they might have just scanned them in. But <laughs> Beats me. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been all they had. Some, I have no idea. Something to ponder about. But, uh, you know, <laughs> time, time, you know, we interrupt that for uh, another badass Zoro moment. Probably, like, man, the badass Zoro moment at this point because... Oh, yeah. Luffy's saying, hey, don't actually do this. Your guts will come out. And it just, I'll shove them back in. I'm doing it my way. Picks up Luffy and the cage. Yes. And gets out of there carrying all of it with the pirates, yeah, oh the goodness. buggy pirates saying it took five of us to move it. Like, good oh, God, yeah. Zoro. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. That's why he's the best. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like Zoro leaves an impression. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man, I I really really do love this chapter because all we have really left is they got away. Zoro's still very much bleeding out. There is a ton of blood there, which uh, again, <laughs> yeah. not much of a surprise. Oh. It's basically Buggy declaring war on them at this point, and things have ramped up. We got our villain. We got our face off. It's round one. Uh, Let's call it a draw as they got away, but uh, things are definitely yeah. not solved. Oh, boy. But I yeah, I love this chapter. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. It sort of has everything in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's move on to chapter 12, which odd to go from an escape attempt to dog. <laughs> That's all. Dog. The chapter's called <laughs> Dog. It's like, okay, where is this story going? What's what's happening yep, here? I, I'm a little confused. But yeah, Buggy is uh, raising up the crew, saying, you know, we're going to get these uh, losers that made fools of us and uh, show them what's, what's what because we're going to raise hell at the Grand Line. Got a really silly joke here where it's like, I can't hear you. No, sir. All right, pipe down. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, there's always that through line of kind of silliness. And then we get the introduction of his first mate, which I kind of forgot that he was the first mate. <laughs> Moji. Yeah, I did not remember that he was the first mate. I, I honestly thought it was our other crewmate uh, that was the yeah, first mate. Yeah. Moji Moji does not feel like first mate material to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. uh, again, maybe that maybe that's part of the joke. It, it can be hard to tell sometimes with Buggy. That is true. Like, he tries to be threatening, but I'm sorry. Moji's, like, five o'clock shadow weird face just kills yeah. any threatening part of him <laughs> it's like his whole f- yeah yeah <laughs> just the just the weird round round i was gonna say round nose but not round like buggies but just like this his weird little like doodle nose is it's so funny yeah it's it is wild now granted his his line is obviously threatening but it's just i don't know it's, it's a weird effect yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we, we return to Zoro still dragging Luffy through the uh, street, unable to get out. And Zoro's basically like, all right, lost too much blood, resting now. Just passing out. I love out. that Luffy's still chewing on the, <laughs> chewing on the bars. <laughs> I swear, he'll get through that eventually. It, it'll happen. Yeah, he's, he's working through it. But he just so happens to have collapsed in front of a dog. Just this random dog with a very long face. Hanging out in front of a pet food store. <laughs> and then Luffy just, I love that he's like, oh, maybe it's dead. It pokes it, it pokes him in the eyes and then gets bit. Yeah. I didn't even, oh, I didn't even notice that, that he, th- uh, wait, did he three stooges that? I can't quite tell. It looks, it kind of looks like he three stooges. <laughs> it kind of looks like he does, yeah. Yeah. But then he just gets bit in the face, which, <laughs> okay, that's some good comedy. A great little bit of slapstick. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's just, uh, he's fighting the dog. From inside the cage, and he's just making a whole mess. Yeah, the, the, these dogs basically getting in a cage as much as possible, biting the heck out of Luffy. He, <laughs> Luffy, like apparently loses. This <laughs> is collapsed in the cage. <laughs> Zoro's after stop, no, yelling at him with a, another big spurt of blood back down on the ground. He's just like, <laughs> these guys are not in great shape right now. But Nami's back, and again, hey, it's our navigator. But, uh, yeah, she uh, helped out, uh, handed over the key. Luffy's all set. She's ready to do it. And she's like, all right, Luffy's just uh, excited. The rescue was success. Everything's looking up. And then the dog eats the the, the key. (laughs) 
<laughs> I had honestly forgotten about this bit before uh, until I read this chapter. That that is the reason why we're still stuck in this situation is that he ate the key. Yep, I, I love love Luffy freaking out and choking the dog, and that face on the dog is disturbing. <laughs> It's, it's disturbing on both of them. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It, it's like, there's something wrong with that. But yeah, they're fighting again. You would not think this random dog would be such a key player. I mean, it's called Dog, but who who knew? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But that's that's when the mayor of this port town shows up, Boodle. And the dog's name is apparently, I want to say, Shushu. I read it as Chocho, but I don't know. You know if what, that, Chocho? Like, that that would sense. be if it were Japanese. I don't know. It, it, it could be. It could be whatever. Let's go with Chocho since that's <laughs> that makes more sense to me. But yeah, uh, Mayor shows up, happens to be uh, near his house, and puts puts Zora to bed. Where he's like, "Hey, you know, you could go to the doctor at the, the refugee shelter just a while back." He's like, "No, no, I'm just gonna sleep this off." Yeah, yeah, and and he he does in fact sleep it off. <laughs> yeah, that's the weird thing. It what is his constitution? It yeah, it just works. Like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, somehow. Turns out, uh, oh god, I've already forgotten, Chocho? <laughs> Guarding the pet store, uh, despite the mayor trying to get him to come with him, the mayor explains that this uh, good friend of his owns the store, and uh, he opened it about 10 years ago, and there's a lot of memories at this place, but unfortunately, yeah, he uh, th- that owner passed away about three months ago, and Chocho's been... Guarding it ever since. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good, like, loyal dog story. You, you get it. You just immediately hear that. It's like, oh, he's a good dog. That's all you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good boy. He's a very good boy. And, you know, he explains that, obviously, he doesn't believe that his master's still alive. It's just like, this is this is our treasure. This is his treasure. This is, our, this is my memory of him. And I don't want to lose uh, that memory. And he wants to guard the store because, you know, the pirates are here. So... I, I think there's that moment where, you know, you, Luffy has his sort of expressionless face, just sort of looking at him. Yeah. But as soon as you hear treasure, it's like, hmm, that's, I think that's going to. Yep. Hear that there. Yep. We got that word again. <laughs> that's, that's sort of a key word here. But even, you know, Nami's like, oh, good boy. And everybody's all excited. But <laughs> then we get a, a roar from Moji's lion. And that immediately sends Nami and, and the mayor running, leaving Luffy and the dog behind. <laughs> Oh, they just dip. Yep. <laughs> it's like, nope, we're out of here. And, you know, can't really blame them. Really can't. Yeah. And uh, Luffy's a bit more serious and just like, hey, uh, give me that key. And no such luck. Instead, nope. Moji arrives. Again, how could you take Moji seriously? Especially when you find out it's not a costume. It's his hair. Yeah, <laughs> I love Luffy. That just makes it weirder, Luffy it, says. It does. He's totally right about this. <laughs> he styled his hair to look like bear ears. Okay, I'm really hoping that the the fur on his chest is of a first a first sweater, not, not his own <laughs> chest hair. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I do think it is, is interesting because we get some really, really out there character designs in, in One Piece, and I feel like... It isn't so often that a character will just sort of like point blank be like, hey, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it, it is, as the story evolves, it is so much more common for it to be like, 
Like, like, like somebody will play the straight man when something ridiculous is happening, but like they'll just be like, "This is my thing," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, they they kind of get used to it after a while. It's, it, it, it seems. <laughs> yeah. But this is still kind of brand new, and I, yeah, you know, I still gotta days. agree with them because I, oh, you know, absolutely. Even compared to later things, Moji, I, I, that's that's that is that is weird. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Moji was a, has been a character ever since I first saw him. I was like, I don't like this dude. He is. No, no. Just a little beyond my taste, and that's why it was striking me as so odd that they were like, he's being he's being played so serious, like he's being yeah. drummed up as this 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 big threat. That said, he's still ridiculous because like there's not an animal I, alive that I can't control. Here, shake, and gets immediately bitten by by Chocho. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't think the threat really lasts for that long. No, that that's the great thing is because it's just a one off panel where he's just like, hey, I can cut, t- tame this dog. Oh wait, no, I can't. Back on the lion. <laughs> even though even the lion yeah. is side eyeing him at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a great little detail but yeah they they don't they, you know, obviously they think Zoro is the bigger threat so he's asking where Zoro is and that's when we find out the lion's name of Richie okay yeah good old Richie Lionel Richie Lionel Richie oh oh my god that's the joke <laughs> it might be I'm not actually I, I'm just I can't. <laughs> if that's the joke and that's on purpose it took me till this point to even think of that that's amazing if that's the case <laughs> Holy crap. Oh. Okay, that's that's something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks to Richie, uh, he destroys the cage and Luffy gets free, but is immediately smacked oh, he's just into a house. <laughs> right in right into a building. Yep. And it's like, well, he's dead. Oh, well, I, I love that this, well, because, I mean, we as the reader already know that Luffy is basically immune to, like, blunt attacks. So, and, and he's just, of course, he makes the fatal mistake of, like, not checking for a body. And he's like, well, nobody could survive that. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I'm not in the shonen. Like, oh, okay. this, 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 that means nothing. They're, they're, they're definitely yeah, dead. He's, he's clearly dead. Yeah. But for some reason, Richie here decides it wants to have food at the pet store. What the heck is in this pet store? Yeah, I was going to say, for a lion, it would have to be, like, live meat or something. <laughs> and it's been three months. Like, I, there's no indication that there's any other workers at this pet food store. It's described as tiny. Oh, yeah. So, theoretically, it's not even open anymore unless the mayor is running it on the side. I don't know. what What is in there? But for whatever reason, Richie really wants it. <laughs> but yeah. And that's that's like, oh, boy, there's a, there's a, our good boy is in trouble. And, yeah. uh, but, hey. Luffy's out of the cage, and he's ready to fight back and get Nami as his navigator. So mm-hmm. that's a, uh, you know, a nice come down chapter. Like, okay, we got the excitement, but there's still like a little bit here, but it's definitely not to the degree of the rooftop. Yeah. I think it kind of it kind of feels like we're working we're working through a side thing before we go back to that that conflict. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this ends up being like sort of hugely important, but. It does. It does. It helps, but it carries along, but it still doesn't feel as high action as what we had just got to. Which brings us to chapter 13, Treasure. And, uh, oh boy, <laughs> this is this is quite the chapter, that I think. This is the this is the other chapter I was referring to as, as in, there feels like there's way more blood. It's been a while since I've watched the anime, but there seems to be a lot more blood here than there is in the uh, anime. Yeah. <laughs> That's when uh, we start off... Really, with Nami and the mayor discovering that Luffy is still alive, and them like, how how the heck did you survive without a, even so much of a scratch through a building? That's crazy. And Luffy's like, crazy's good. 
Who says crazy's bad? <laughs> yeah, crazy's good. I love that. That is that is a classic line. The mayor's like, why why are you here? Why are you taking on pirates? And Luffy's like, well, can't really say. He's like, well, I kind of got dropped here by a bird, and this is all just happenstance. But hey, it works out because yeah. <laughs> um, I want the map, and I want to navigate, and I have a navigator to to recruit. So that's that's he has a mission. <laughs> so he says, "Poor Nami, <laughs> he's on a mission, and that is not <laughs> that is not good for her." <laughs> but then we go back to Moji and Chocho, and Chocho is trying to prevent Moji from going in, guarding the shop, and that's when we have Moji versus Richie, and uh, that is that's a rough fight. He gets swiped across, just bloodied on the side and the cheek. Try, yeah, still poor dog. barking at him. And in the meantime, they really drive that knife in deeper. Here's yeah. flashbacks to him and the owner trying to make this work. This is a better flashback than Zoro. Yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing as I was doing. It's like, Chocho <laughs> got a better flashback than Zoro. That's that's sad. I mean, it's really easy to make to make somebody feel bad for a dog because you never you never want to see you never want to see dogs get hurt. Right. The peaks that you get of just like just like this nice wholesome relationship with the owner. Yeah, it just it, it it sells it. It sells it sells the moment yeah. really well. I mean, it, it helps that they're basically like they have the same look on their face as through all these. It's like, yay, it's all finished. Oh, business yeah. is slow. This stinks. Ah, yeah, it's laughing at the mayor. We're both laughing at the same thing, and it's all great. Yeah. In the meanwhile, Chocho getting a pretty decent bite in on Richie before getting slammed to the ground, blood shooting out of yeah. him. It's like, oh god, and he's still getting up. Oh, this yeah, this rough. dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it is really just heart-wrenching especially because you go back to luffy and he has no idea yeah no idea that any of this is happening he's just like let's go back to it see how what's how zoro's doing and uh, richie and moji's walking off and luffy comes around uh, around the corner and th- this is the thing that got me that i heard i saw the rough the, the barking i forgot about this moment mm-hmm. i i was like oh, i, I was expecting to, to find yeah. him like kind of just completely messed up like hanging on but just roughed up like almost on death yeah. door yeah but they changed up and went for something almost worse <laughs> yeah. they torched yeah. the pet store well i definitely think rather than just having chocho being being hurt mm-hmm. having i mean given that this like the title of the chapter is treasure the whole the whole theme of this arc is about treasure and so this is this is the dog's treasure getting like burned right in front of his eyes. And I think that is that is sort of the motivator that Luffy has. Like he just has the stare on his face as the as the store is burning. Yeah. We are into the situation now where everything is horrible and we want Luffy to put it back into place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. L- Luffy just maintains that same stoic look on his face where, you know, overall Luffy's very carefree, kind of dumb. But yeah. he has those moments where he just sort of like you can see it in his eyes where he's taking in much more than you'd ever think. Yeah. Yeah. And just like sort of just observing as the observer. And mm-hmm. like, I, I got to step in on this. And it, it's it's heartbreaking it's just to see Chocho just barking and crying, <laughs> you know, actually crying and, yeah. you know, getting the, the, the text back. And it's like, ugh. And uh, then it's off to doom for <laughs> for Moji and Richie because yep. just seeing that. And you think at first, like, like oh, he's just going to be kind of lighthearted about this. Like, he's he's smiling and declaring he's a rubber man and all of that. It seems like not much. And, you know, obviously Luffy takes down 
Richie no problem with what is it gum gum gavel which that's a wild yeah. look <laughs> I don't know if this move ever comes up again I I don't when, think when so. he uses it here I had kind of I've completely forgot about this one but yeah I mean I mean it's a cool move he just like he wraps his arms around each other and just like grabs grabs Richie by the face and like slams him into the ground. I know he plants. It's it, it, it like a wrestling move. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the gum gum cowboy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it is true, <laughs> truly just wrestling incarnate. And Moji's just freaking out. I was like, oh god, he just body slammed my lion into the ground. <laughs> and, and while Luffy's telling about how he's actually a uh, devil fruit user. And yeah, Moji's immediately just like, okay, I give up. Let me go live. I, I, I'm out. <laughs> yep, yep. That's when we get the real hammer drop where Luffy is like, that face <laughs> is so yeah. good. Oh yeah. Seeing him, seeing him just genuinely angry. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't mess with other people's treasure. No. If, it's, if it's somebody <laughs> Luffy likes and it's their treasure, that is, yeah. that is it. And yeah. God, I love that face of Luffy's and he just, scorpions emoji just like oh, yeah, get, over, get here. over here yep <laughs> i really do think that punch is a finishing move of luffy's at, at a certain point because i feel that like that's oh, very yeah, common yeah. where it's just like get over here luffy hits you like that you are basically done yeah you have almost, almost the entire page dedicated to that one mm-hmm. the, that one strike and it's just oh man, it's so good oh it's it looks brutal too oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> But then we return to Chocho, who's just looking at the burning remains of the pet store, which, man, that was a really controlled fire. Oh, yeah, it, it managed to not burn down the surrounding buildings. Yeah, that's, I, I'm impressed. <laughs> and it, it's time for some Nami character development, where she's just hating on pirates. They're all the same. Basically, immediately turning on Luffy, because, like, oh, yeah, these are what pirates are like. A lion should have eaten you. I should kill you before you can go pillage towns like these pirates. Luffy, <laughs> Luffy again, just sort of doesn't really respond, only says that she couldn't beat him. <laughs> he just sticks his tongue out. Yeah, exactly. It's like, nah, you can't do anything. And just lets his action speak, where he gives the last remaining box of pet food to Chocho and just has this nice heart to heart with him. Yeah, what a what a great moment. I, I know this. this th- there's a reason Luffy's just such a great character. He stands out like he has that. Those those elements of many showman protagonists. I, I think it's important to show him like doing the right thing. You know, yeah. it, it's not just about like getting getting revenge and beating up the bad guy, mm-hmm. as much as you know, like, like like setting the record straight and doing what's right by do, doing right by the the victim. Nami seeing this play out is sort of like a good like she's finally seeing that you know Luffy's kind of built different. Yeah. It's basically like, as you said, it's not about the revenge. It's about setting things right. Luffy could have been going for just trying to beat down Moji, but he did rescue that pet food box. Obviously, Chocho can't really do much, but he just takes the box, barks a few times as an appreciation, and off he goes. But we're back with Buggy, and it's time for more Buggy Balls. And uh, yeah, it's like, okay, all right, things are still kind of bad right now there's still this crazy clown pirate <laughs> yeah. out there after this heart it really does moment. kind of feel like a side quest <laughs> <laughs> yeah it really did really does like all right help the dog um okay sure so yeah chapter 14 reckless somehow moji's 
moving enough that both him and Richie got back to Buggy and is struggling to t- tell him that, uh, you know, hey, the straw kid beat me because he has the rub. He's a he's a rub man. <laughs> Beware the rub. <laughs> rub man. And I love this. Beaten by a masseur? If this gets out, our reputation <laughs> scuttled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah again i i have to imagine um like uh, wish i had time to to read these uh this chunk of chapters in japanese but uh th- this is a great localization of whatever whatever joke was here in japanese i don't know what it was mm-hmm. but the sort of play on like he he gets cut off before he can say what it what it was and you know they they sort of like well, well this is what it would be like in english you know like if you're trying to say rubber you just like stop at rub then you know like <laughs> yeah it's like well, it, it, it's funny it's 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 still funny which is what's important and you can't always pull that off with wordplay sometimes you're just like it's, you're it's trying your best not, uh, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, yeah almost I, I can imagine that like translating puns is has to be one of the roughest jobs about japanese ch- translation yep who but uh, real quick, back to Chocho, who's made it to the refugee shelter. And all the people are talking about, there's Chocho, but where the heck's the mayor? And, oh, right, the mayor really loves this town. Let's hope he doesn't take any more any risks out there. It's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's set up. <laughs> yeah, boy. And immediately paid off because he's just like, I can't stand it no more. <laughs> gotta, he has to go take care of things. <laughs> he's ready for a fight. Yep. Not before, though, that uh, Nami does apologize to Luffy. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of a key moment. And also how, like, he's like, yeah, I get it. You lost some of the pirates, and but I don't want to need to hear any details. And that's <laughs> that's him. He doesn't need to know your backstory. That's just like, this is where you are now. It's like, all right, I get it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. The mayor's all set to fight back. Time to take the fight to Buggy, get our town back. Luffy's all right behind him. He's like, yeah, well said, well said. Lanami's <laughs> just like, hey, don't encourage him. But time for time for mayor backstory. Okay, I gotta ask. Mayor backstory better than better better than Zoro's? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I didn't I didn't think anything of it, but no. I'll, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and say no, but it's probably closer than it should be. <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely better pace, but I mean. You get it. It's he built this town up from nothing. He, he they managed to get it to a bustling port down port town in forty years. This yeah. town is his treasure. You you, you kind of get it, but for whatever yeah. reason, it doesn't hit quite as hard as yeah. as uh, Chocho, and that which is interesting because he's all about like this is my town, this is my treasure. I'm trying to protect this building. And Chocho is also about, hey, I'm trying to protect this specific building. But I think because we have a character behind it, Chocho's hits that much more. Uh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's interesting kind of comparison. Yeah, but it, it is enough, at least, of, of him, him explaining why he's about to do the thing that he's about to do, that it, it ties back into the overarching theme of the arc, which is like, this is my treasure and I'm going to protect it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as soon as he says he's ready to fight, Buggy Ball <laughs> just <laughs> blowing up that whole line of buildings. Yeah, I did not. Um, I, I forgot that this happened, and so like the fact that just sort of with no warning, you know, you go from the mayor saying "I'm going to fight," and then you turn the page, and it's just like fire the Buggy Ball. Yeah, <laughs> just it's this whole spread of it destroying the town. It's this rousing speech for like two pages, and then yeah, bam, just like well, let's undercut him. 
<laughs> oh, and I, I love uh, Luffy's reaction specifically. It's like, hey, Zoro was sleeping in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no. My house. Oh, no. My, my, my first After mate. After that whole speech. <laughs> and then, again, buggy balls. Not great against humans. <laughs> it's, it doesn't yeah. really kill humans. It just really messes up buildings. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he just, not even a, less of a scratch on him than what Buggy had after the Buggy Ball. Yeah, yeah, stabbing him is really effective, but throwing a giant, or just like hitting him with a giant cannonball, it's fine. Yeah, it's just nothing. You just don't need to worry about it. But hey, Zoro's awake. I don't know. He really didn't seem to get that much of a nap, I'll be honest. That that was what, maybe an hour? Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, there hasn't been much time Mm -hmm. uh, passing between between chapters. It feels longer in the anime just because, you know, they stretch things out, expand it, and got all those flashbacks. So it's like, okay, it feels like a decent amount of time is going by but yeah. in this it's like all right how was your cat nap yeah yeah th- this beat was all is a lot faster than i remember it being. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah that's still well one we got another common thing with nami here is like how did he live through that like her, <laughs> her just slowly understanding just like what are these people she'll get used to it yeah it, it, it eventually do but it is one of those like what what is happening but this sets the mayor off even further he grabs his spear he's off to fight he knows he's being reckless and it's enough to kind of shock nami and you know zoro and luffy are both ready to just they sort of just watch after him I, it's an interesting exchange here where nami was like he was the mayor was crying it's like luffy's like it didn't look that that way to me yeah i don't know i don't know what that's about and you look at that previous thing he he's definitely crying but he's, he's crying yeah i guess because he's standing up for it yeah. So, but fortunately for the mayor, Luffy likes him. He won't let him get killed. We finally get a kind of alliance between Nami and Luffy where she's like, all right, yeah. I'll help, but I'm not a pirate. They've got a common goal and that's, that's enough. Yep. That's all she needs. And uh, just as Buggy is readying the second cannon fire, out comes the mayor to uh, challenge Buggy to a fight. And... Man, I uh, I'm impressed with how kind of badass they made the mayor look. Like those yeah, dark shadows, all, all the lines on his face. Like yeah, oh, it, it, he looks surprisingly threatening. It, it is like mayor versus clown, both looking oddly threatening. And it's like, hmm, you know what? <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got this talent for making these goofy characters look kind of cool. He really does. You know, it's definitely time for a fight because Zoro's undoing the armband. Time to put that as a headband. That's that's yep. get serious face, and you know the absolutely ridiculous exchange between Nami and Zoro. What happened to your wounds? They got better. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like that's sort of lampshading. Just like okay, we need we need Zoro to be sort of like at full ish capacity for this fight. So like yeah, he's he's just better now. Yeah, you know <laughs> he, he's fine. fine. Again, his Don't constitution is amazing, amazing. Yeah. And he took a short rest. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Honestly, what's amazing is how fast these chapters fly by because there's there's not quite. We're finally at the point where it's not as much to analyze about these. Where yeah, we're yeah. definitely just in the story itself, showing this stuff off. But it's also kind of exciting. Like this, this is a good build up. Like we had, it's, it's honestly a surprisingly short break between leaving Buggy's base and going back to it. Yeah, we just kind of had that one little thing with the dog, which was like two chapters, and now we're back. Yeah, just really quick and it's like all right we got enough to rest it's time to uh get in there and uh actually get this fight started that said i don't quite understand chapter 15's title gong i 
gong. Don't remember a gong in this in this chapter. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure about that. Unless it's supposed to be like a fight gong or something like that. I, yeah, maybe. I, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we got Mayor Boodle <laughs> challenging Buggy. Nobody really taking it seriously. But uh, it's time for our second mate, Kabaji the Acrobat, to yeah, uh, get into this. This guy's a character. He is utterly ridiculous. He is riding a unicycle, <laughs> balancing a top on his sword, and spinning another, I guess, dagger in his hand. Yeah. Why is this guy the second mate and not the first mate? Because he is so Seriously. much cooler than Moji. <laughs> He's just waiting for his time, you know? Yeah. He pulls his sword out of his mouth. He's. I'm sorry, that's a cool circus act to tie in with Buggy. That's great. Seriously. Wait, was the top also in his mouth? The top that he's spinning on the, you know, I, I don't know. They don't show. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. That's weird. <laughs> uh, and then we got some piratisms. A vast fool. He challenged me. Yes. Yeah. I feel like they, they got a little carried away with it. <laughs> uh, a little bit. It's like when you, when you hear a vast, it's like, uh, that's, that's not really one piece. <laughs> <laughs> an arg is yeah. fine but in a vast yeah, yeah. Eh, it's a little it's a little too far yeah you got to time it right you know yeah but uh then we get a clashing of ideals where we got the mayor's like the, the town is my treasure i'm going to protect it and buggy just laughing him off it's like no the treasure is gold and jewels that's what really matters and it's an interesting dichotomy we have here where the mayor and luffy yeah. is like and, and and chocho are all like these objects are special to me and therefore my treasure while buggy and even nami are like no money and jewels are treasure yeah so it's interesting how nami is a bit like buggy but obviously has she has a lot more of a conscience and it's just directed at pirates yeah i think it's good that he was able to balance there like there are sort of multiple characters with different perspectives it's not like just Boogie is the the only one sort of like cackling evilly like ah, ha, 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 your your treasures are meaningless they mean nothing to me but you know there's sort of multiple sides to it you know there's like mm -hmm. you know because Nami has a similar perspective but you know she she hates pirates and, and all that stuff yeah absolutely yeah there's, there's there's different aspects to it and then you have the actual fight between the mayor and Buggy and <laughs> I it's basically an excuse to be like okay here's what he did to the pirate that he killed before Oh, yeah, yeah. We got the force choke again. Yeah, I got the force choke where we actually can see the hand. And yeah. it's it's kind of brutal because yeah. the mayor starts yeah, punching Yeah, he's like, he's coughing hand. up blood. Yeah, he, I don't know whether he's coughing up blood because he's getting squeezed by Buggy or if he's coughing up blood because he's punching the hand of Buggy, which is causing it to yeah. constrict and have him cough up blood. Buggy says he's punching himself in the throat. Like, I, I, wow. <laughs> Yeah, either way, yeah. Like, like it's kind of hard to tell from the art if he's like, like, yeah, I, I sort of read it as him, like, punching the hand. But if he's trying to punch his own throat to set him free, like, that's pretty hardcore. It really is. Like, I, I don't know how punching your own throat helps, but I, the, the sense of desperation here where Buggy is just like, no, this the treasure is treasure and you cannot stop me. I'm going to just kill you, and that way you don't get to see what I'm actually going to do to your town, your treasure. And yeah. it's just going to end it. After the final desperate de declaration from the mayor, a little twitch happens with Buggy where he realizes, oh, hey, this straw hat kid's back, 
and he's holding my hand. It's like, <laughs> oh, you're back. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Got Nami immediately setting out like, okay, I, you guys fight. I'm, I'm just going to take the map and the treasure. Don't, you know, I'm not yeah, in this. this very, very Nami move. She's just going to kind of sneak around the back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we have a very interesting exchange between Luffy and the mayor where it's like, you know, the mayor's like, no, this is my fight. I'm not letting outsiders do this. And Luffy shoves his face into a pole or a brick wall or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which looks more damaging than anything Buggy was he's, doing to him. He, yeah, he's bloodied up and his glasses are broken. <laughs> Two teeth are missing. It's like, uh, Luffy, I think you did it a little too strong. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he's uh, doing good things in kind of callous ways where he's just like, well, he was in the way. And of course, yeah. Sora having to soften the blow is like, oh, he would have gotten himself killed. He's better off yeah. unconscious. Uh, yeah, but he's he's looking in pretty rough shape. More <laughs> more so from Luffy than from Buggy. Yeah, really. It's like that poor guy. This, this mayor's having a rough day. But yeah, then we get uh, Luffy calling out Buggy once again, calling him Big Nose, which is just enough. And it's uh, time for the Buggy Ball because yeah, Buggy does not enjoy that at all. Yeah, and I we get the introduction of Gum Gum Balloon, where he's uh, able to just like shoot the cannonball back. Yeah, it it, it enough it shoots the cannonball back, doesn't work on him. Uh, really shows how blunt objects are. Really, I, I, again, it's a nice dichotomy between Luffy and Buggy, where Luffy can be hurt by sharp objects but not blunt objects, and it's the you know, we can assume the opposite for Buggy. Oh, that's a good observation. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice clash between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of opposite powers. Yeah, they kind of even out in a way. But I love how, like, the, just these introduction of new abilities that Luffy has. Up to this point, we were only getting stretches. The rocket, yeah, the, yeah. the the, the, the uh, pistol. All of it involves stretching out Luffy's arms. This is the first sign that, like, oh, hey, he can... He blow himself up. It's a cool little, like, it just shows how much you can do with the rubber powers. And really, I think, gives an idea of just how much Odor will, will expand upon uh, Devil Fruits and use them to just the weirdest and unknown ways as time goes on. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Uh, more more than you could imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't, honestly. I, like, I have no idea how a lot of these are going to go. It makes me kind of excited uh, to see oh, all the new Devil Fruit powers them. as time goes on. But yeah, they, they once again, Buggy gets hit by a Buggy bomb. That time the pub is fully taken out. Nami gets to fully freak out about like, what the heck is Luffy? <laughs> yeah. Her sense of reality is slowly breaking down. It really is. Like this, this is something she's just never seen before. And I, I love how this in the span of five chapters, Buggy got hit by two Buggy balls. And they're not even pretending that this took him out. It's just like. No, no not at all. But obviously like, okay. <laughs> The fight is starting. That's that's what's coming up here because I, I actually caught me off guard because I hit the next page and I'm like, oh, it's over. When that happened, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. I didn't think that's where the chapter is going to end, but I guess it's like, yeah, no, we're we're here in it. We're in this. Uh, we're in the fight now. Yeah, it's all the we got our all the pieces are in place. Pieces are in place. We have our two remaining fighters because you know, it, it's. I think it's safe to say once Kabaji pulled out that sword, it's like, okay, there's there's Zoro's opponent. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because, of course. Typically, yes. Because <laughs> I don't think Zoro's going to do too well against Buggy. Call it, a, call it a hunch. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I I like this set of chapters. It's maybe not as 
important to the grand scheme of things as we were talking about for the first two episodes but this is i think we're settling into a nice pattern yeah we're kind of kind of moving things along is how i would describe this this little batch of chapters yeah it, it's it's hitting its stride like this is kind of how longer arcs will go from this point and yeah yeah that's a good point yeah it's it's good stuff i again chapter 11 Probably my favorite of the bunch of this. I, yeah. Just such a fun moment. Yeah. It's a, it's a great, uh, I love the sort of like devil fruit reveals in one piece, especially when they're built up to, um, because you'll have a lot of these where you see something happening and you're like, that's not right. Or, you know, like, like there's obvious, this is obviously some characters devil fruit power, but yeah, you know, they're being a little, um, you know, a little coy with sort of revealing it outright yeah time to inspect actually see figure it it out and like okay can we predict what kind of devil fruit this guy has before he actually reveals it i I can imagine that's kind of fun as time goes on ah yeah yeah i definitely i I love sort of that build up Mm -hmm. but yeah i i call this a great set of chapters i'm still really enjoying it and again i think um, the pacing i'm really enjoying the pacing of this It, it feels a lot punchier than uh, it's quick the anime yeah <laughs> very much so <laughs> yeah it's uh, which, which will be a running theme but yeah yeah I, I i wondered if i'd miss some of the expansions on on it but i did find when i watched the anime portion of this uh back in the day that the chocho stuff took a little too long <laughs> yeah it was it was um like i had said earlier it was reading the manga version was shorter than i remember it absolutely But with that, I believe we've said all we wanted to say about chapters 11 to 15 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can they find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, uh, talking about manga, talking about games, talking about anime, you know, the works. Yeah, the the, the most important things in life, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And of course, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 16 to 20 of One Piece. And we see how this fight between Luffy and the Buggy Pirates plays out. Until then, my friends, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Sorry, but that's all I could say for you. That bastard lion ate all the rest of it. He... he fought the lion... in order to save the dog's food? <laughs>